0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American Family Farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Someone paid five dollars two and three quarter cents for a contract of March corn overnight. There is general risk on appetite for just about everything carrying over from 2020 into 2021. The monetary and fiscal stimulus providing lots and lots of dollars in asset price appreciation generates some more. The world is taking on trillions in new debt that eventually will be paid back with cheaper currency than it was borrowed in if history is any guide. The delay in Brazil's soybean planting season in dry conditions and slow development will add up to problems for getting their second corn crop in. Again, the climatologist that we use thinks it will turn wet in February and March and delay the soybean harvest necessary to be able to plant corn. That seems like it will be a problem either way, too dry or too wet. There's a lot of risk in planting a late Safrina corn crop, but the price is right for farmers to try it. El La Nina typically hurts Argentine crops more than it does Brazil's. Drought may limit planted second crop corn acres in Brazil. Brazil has had to import corn, and Argentina had to stop exports in order to generate the domestic pipeline supply in order to reach their new crop. USDA is likely 16 to 20 million metric tons too high in their current South American corn production. The U.S. will have the only available supply of corn for export. Our corn carryout could shrink to test what pipeline supply really is. How is the battle for 2021 acres going with you? Soil moisture conditions have not been restored here. Planting conditions this spring here will impact acreage choice. Farmers were burnt by the drought last year with poor yields of their corn on corn in particular. That will help boost rotation the soybeans. I'm planting more soybeans this year. The current 2.6 ratio for new crop prices is not enough yet to generate needed new soybean acres. Corn will refuse to surrender acres to soybeans. Bull spreads work in a bull market, so new crop prices lag. Farmers have sold most of their old crop, and their next mistake will be getting in too much of a hurry pricing new crop. There's too much fundamentally to play out yet. USDA has a lot of explaining to do in production and supply-demand reports. We will have exhausted old crop stocks before next harvest, and Franco the la Niña will likely impact weather here early season. The question is whether the La Nina extends into summer. We're just getting this ball rolling. Prices are now profitable so that attractive sales can be made. However, it is my choice, risk inherent, that my bin door stay shut for a while longer. On the cattle, no cash trade yet. Cattle futures did it again. When the chart looks good, it fails. Then when the chart appears damaged, there's no follow-through selling. That has been the pattern. Rebound should firm feedlot asking prices. There was no recovery in the cutout with choice beef off nearly $4. The pandemic is still a problem to near-term beef demand. That should change come spring. Lower beef prices should find demand. The weak dollar and low-priced beef makes an attractive combination to exporters. The rebound was not as strong in feeder cattle given the extraordinary risk from feed cost. There is a significant regional difference in the price of corn in the United States, with the Corn Belt seeing an advantage in feed cost over the Southern Plains. Bases are reported to be $1.20 over Chicago in Texas, while it was 12 cents under at our local ethanol plant in northwest Iowa. Those placing cattle in feed had better own the feed for them, or the risk is too high. There's not going to be a 1.702 billion bushel corn carryover in the United States, as exports are ramped up to replace shrinking South American crops. Twelve cents under may well be cheap cash corn. Corn is cheap by comparison of regional basis levels in the corn belt where most of the hogs are fed. The industry built the barns where the corn is. Smart move. They may import feed into the southeast U.S. later this year if they can find any better priced. High-priced corn has historically resulted in high-priced hogs, and we expect this time will be no different. I think that we have the makings of a major low on hog and pork markets. Numbers are what they are, and higher feed costs should bring weights down. As noted, packers are waiting to kill their own hogs, thinking that they will become more valuable. Yeah, we still have the rest of the pandemic to get through. After winter will come spring and new life for those that survive. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.